I couldn't even comprehend why um, this has happened, um, let alone give uh, an answer to your question. All I can, all I can hope and pray is that uh, something terrible has gone wrong and that it wasn't some sort of deliberate shoot first and then ask questions later. One would, one would think that um, a scenario where it was shoot first and then think and questions later um, really just harks back to the uh, frontier war days when troopers were going from camp to camp shooting as many Aboriginal people as they could. And I think um, that is why people are, are really particularly angry and upset. Um, of course, there's this terrible tragedy that's happened. A young girl's lost her life, but um, it doesn't seem, when it comes to Aboriginal lives, doesn't seem it really matters. Um, social media proved that with uh, some terrible racist comments about the girl and the incident, and there was just uh, you know no remorse from a large percentage of the uh, West Australian population. So I can I can if if to give you an answer, I would probably relate that that social media um, commentary to why it might have happened. In other words. It may have happened because people don't care and people would think that's one less Aboriginal person, that's that's a good thing, and, and that's the country we live in, unfortunately. Indeed. Now, what is the uh, the view of the Aboriginal Legal Service in terms of the uh, corrective investigation procedures? The, the family of Joyce Clark have already expressed concern at the fact that the police will be essentially investigating police through a critical incident investigation. Uh, and I guess, you know, what faith do you have in that and what confidence do you have in the DPP and the coroner's office? Well, look, I think... Um I'm one that really believes in the umpire's decision and we're going to have to wait. But um, it's such a sensitive issue that they cannot afford to make a mistake. They cannot afford to um, uh, not overturn every single stone in this case because uh, people are watching and they're just waiting for... Uh, justice for this young woman. Um, it's a terrible indictment that the numbers of high-profile deaths that cause headlines, such as this poor lady now in Geraldton, including um, the Malayali baby um, episode in up in up in um, uh, Broome, and of course the Jaluka Jew matter, where where our people have got no one else to call when they're distressed and, and um, are looking for help. Call the police and what happens, you end up dead. So I think that, um, that it has to be done properly, correctly, and have no stone over, overturned, every stone overturned. Otherwise, there will, be, there will be just hell to play from the Aboriginal community. Um, we've, you know, enough's enough. We've had enough. Certainly. Now, we just had the John Pat Memorial on the weekend, and you mentioned there are a few, I guess, more recent cases, including the Miss Jew case. 
And th- there's this sort of, I guess, ongoing uh, incredible issue of uh, institutional racism and injustice. And one sort of has to wonder, I mean, uh, attending the John Pat Memorial, whether anything has really changed significantly. I, I guess looking at the, the case uh, the, in this uh, Miss Clark case and this tragedy, does it indicate, I mean, more broadly, what does it say about the the culture of policing in WA and does it indicate that things haven't really changed a hell of a lot? Well, you must draw that conclusion, but it's not the worst of conclusions. The worst of conclusions is that, um, uh, as I said, there are a large number of um, non-Aboriginal people out there that don't give a rat's and um, actually probably feel safer that there's one less Aboriginal person they have to worry about. That's that's why things don't change is because of the relationship that um, there is between settler society and First Nations peoples. And that's the problem. If, if the general population out there didn't want or, or were so outraged in the, um, about this sort of matter, then it wouldn't happen and a clear example is, yes, we've had a couple of um, politicians go to Geraldton, um, but the reality is is that it's Aboriginal people that have got to stand up in the media and say, this is not good enough. We can't, you can't keep treating us like this. Well, where are those powerful non-Aboriginal people who the general public would listen to um, when there's a matter like this? Why is it always left up to us to call out the outrage and call out out for what it really is, which is this terrible racist um, relationship that we've got with one another. And I just think that um, it's about time that some of our, our corporate leaders, our church leaders and um, people who have made millions and millions of dollars off of Aboriginal land and resources actually got up and said, this is not good enough. And I, maybe that might make some sort of change to the process. Finally, Dennis, we've uh, seen demonstrations outside the police station in Geraldton by the family of Miss Clark, and there is understandably a lot of grief and anger in the community. But as you're saying, there are a lot of, you know, uh, Aboriginal people have be- have been standing up and really, uh, you know, calling out the the racism for what it is. However, this is very much yet to translate into any mobilisations here in Perth. I, I guess I get finally though, what would you suggest our listeners that uh, you know are concerned about this issue might do to both support the Clark family and also just broadly support the white Aboriginal communities and and the fight against this injustice? Look, I um, I know that uh, um, our audience on on this station um, do care about these matters. I've been on RTRFM many times and. Um, and talked about uh, these sorts of relationships. But I think just, you know, um, uh, probably the best one would be to just contact their local member and um, uh, and say, look, we're absolutely outraged, or even the Minister for, um, the Minister for uh, Police so that um, we can... Um, we can get a clear message uh, from the wider community to the minister and to those people that uh, we've we've got to stop this. This has got to stop. I don't want to be in another six months waiting for some another tragedy because it just seems that that I'm in the job now for a, um, a couple of decades and every so often, every few half years, six months, or sometimes even less, 
there's a tragedy like the Mr Ward case or the Miss Jew case and now Miss Clark's case and it just cannot continue. So get on to your local member, particularly the minister, and just say you're totally outraged and upset that this has happened and it shouldn't happen. So uh, if other than that, um, uh, uh, you know, letters to the editor, you know, get a voice out there, get people really saying how appalling it is in... 20, um, uh, 2019 that um, a young Aboriginal woman has lost her life by being shot um, and obviously distressed and called for the police for help and um, I I mean I'm, I, it was like looking at the Twin Towers and seeing those towers explode you just didn't believe it, it was happening and then the reality sets in so yeah look just yeah have have a have a point of view that um, that uh, that is not reflective of some people out there. That uh, is one which uh, I think some of the commentary was, why take a knife to a gunfight? Now, what kind of people say that when someone's lost their life? It's, uh, you know, just be aware of that. Um, we're looking for a positive, ongoing relationship with the rest of Australia, and these things don't help that. Dennis Eggington, thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. Uh, thank you very much for having me on the show.